Clubs Unite for Barrowside Challenge Article by Michael Tracy The inaugural Barrowside Challenge in aid of Carlo GAA and its clubs drew support from across the globe. Over 60 members of local GAA clubs walked or ran a 5km in aid of both club and county, backed up by a raft of supporters over the weekend. While sponsorship and donations are still coming in, the event has raised over €70,000 as of Monday morning. This will be split between Carlo GAA and local clubs. Chairperson of Carlo GAA Jim Bulger described the fundraiser as extremely important. We are indebted to everyone. We really appreciate all the participants, the clubs and wider community that rode in behind us. It's been fabulous. We have got support from outside Carlo, indeed outside Ireland. Across the globe, people have supported us. We are very grateful for everyone who has supported us, he said. We are very pleased overall. We had a great start when it launched, a bit of a lull in the middle, which is understandable, but we hope to finish very strongly, which looks like we'll do. The full breadth of the GAA community took part, with club stalwarts like Carlo Town's Pat O'Brien and Nave Owen's Tommy Murphy taking part alongside inter-county players and juvenile members. It was unique. It was our first time trying this out, said Bulger. It was good to have a mix of youth and experience. It was nice to have a joint initiative as well that you were raising funds not just for the county but the club as well. The fundraiser was vital with clubs and county board having little opportunity to raise funds during the pandemic. Bulger said, With our loyal supporters not coming through the gates due to COVID, that is where we generate our income. Notwithstanding that, we are still trying to prepare county teams, provide equipment and gear for them, as well as maintaining our facilities to a very high standard. He added, We want to make sure that our county players have the resources necessary to compete as well as our development squads. People can still donate online until next Monday the 14th of June by visiting www.clubcarlo.ie. Another GAA fundraiser, the Club Development Draw, will be run over the coming months. The Carlo GAA Golf Classic will hopefully take place in September, while there will be potentially another fundraiser towards Christmas. Allianz Hurling League Division 2A Carlo eye bigger challenges after easily putting Royals to the sword. Article by Kieran Murphy The score, Carlo 5 goals and 28 points, Meath 17 points. Almost from the throw-in, Carlo cut loose to put the home side to the sword with relative ease in this National Hurling League Division 2A tie in Navan on Sunday. Playing into the breeze, John Michael Nolan's second-minute effort from an acute angle on the right was straight and true. The score set the tone for the remainder of the game and following on with a Chris Nolan point, Carlo were never headed. With Kevin MacDonald adding a goal, the eventual winners surged into a 1-3 to 1-point lead inside the opening five minutes. Nolan could have added another goal, but Meath keeper Charlie Ennis brought off a great save. Even then, Marty Kavanagh's resultant 65 flew straight and true over the black spot for yet another point. With James Doyle playing as a sweeper in the half-back line, Carlo were rock-solid. 
there was no real area on the field where Carlow players were not winning their individual battles. At midfield, Jack Kavner was the link man between a solid defence and a forward line who knew exactly where the opposition goalposts were. Much of the ball was dispatched into Meade's left-hand side of the defence. It looked like part of a simple game plan, and it worked. Meade were opened up at will. On 18 minutes, Chris Nolan may have needed two attempts to beat the Meath keeper, but it was a goal anyway. Jack Kavanagh offloaded to Nolan, who fed John Michael, who shot home from point-blank range three minutes before the break. For almost the whole game, Meath lived on crumbs. In the first half, Jack Regan converted a number of frees, while Keith Keohan, at left half-back, scored two Meath points. At the break, Carlo led three goals and 15 points to nine points. The writing was on the wall for the Royals. Not every team will dominate for an entire 70 minutes, but it is hard to pinpoint any period of the game where Meath enjoyed a spell in the ascendancy. Carlo were irrepressible. Marty Kavanagh scored their fourth goal in the third quarter when he got inside the Meath defence at the scoreboard end of the ground. MacDonald added his second goal when the Meath defence were caught flat-footed and one of Carlo's form players so far this year netted with a degree of panache. It was simple stuff. Ger Cody tacked on a point late on and by the end, three of Carlo's replacements, Tony Lawler, Paul Cody and Craig Wall, all raised white flags. The competition for places is hotting up. Young men are learning their trade alongside some of the finest Carlo hurlers who have been around for quite a while now. There will be bigger challenges ahead, but in Navan on the Sunday of the bank holiday weekend, Carlo did what they needed to do and did it well. The Carlo team. Brian Tracy, Dion Wall, Paul Doyle, Michael Doyle, David English, Ger Cody, one point, Richie Cody, one point, Jack Kavanagh, Kevin MacDonald, two goals. John Michael Nolan, one goal and three points. Ted Joyce, one point. James Doyle, one point. Marty Kavanagh, one goal and 12 points, six from frees, three from 65s. John Nolan, one point. Chris Nolan, one goal and five points. Subs. Craig Wall, one point for Joyce at halftime. Tony Lawler, one point for R. Cody on 52 minutes. Paul Cody, one point for J.M. Nolan on 52 minutes. Kieran Kavna for M. Kavna, 60 minutes. Gary Lawler for R. Cody, 60 minutes. Gary Bennett for M. Doyle, 64 minutes. Aaron Amond, 64 minutes. Mead, Charlie Ennis, Dara Kelly, Shane Whitty, Sean Garrity, James Kelly, one point, James Toher, Keith Kohan, two points, Shane Brennan, David Riley, Dahi McGowan, Jack Regan, five points, four from Freeze, Alan Douglas, two points, Adam Gannon, one point, Marco Sullivan, one point, Paddy Keneally. And the subs, Parik Hanrahan, four points, three from Freeze, for Riley at halftime, Eamon O'Donoghue, one point, for McGowan at halftime, Keen Rogers for Keneally, 45 minutes, Stephen Morris for Keohan, 45 minutes, Ben McGowan, 45 minutes. Ger Murphy for D. Kelly, 53 minutes. Ian Birmingham for Regan, 53 minutes. And the referee, Richie Fitzsimons of Offaly. Lidl Ladies National Football Division 4B. 
battling Carlo side falls short in attempts to reach league semi-final. Article by Ivan Smith. Score, Carlo 8 points, Limerick 2 goals and 7 points. Despite a battling display in the Limerick IT Gaelic grounds on Sunday afternoon, it is Limerick who progressed to the Division 4B League semi-finals after a fierce battle. Goals in each half proved the difference as Limerick edged a game in which both sides struggled to convert their chances. The water breaks proved important in this game as Limerick outscored Carlo by one goal and two points to two points after the initial stoppage in play, while the treaty side raced out of the blocks after the second water break as they struck for a decisive goal to put six points between the sides. It was Carlo who started the quicker as Neve Kelly kicked the opening score of the game before Katie Heelan responded for the home side. Carlo managed to squeeze up on their opponent's kickout and it paid dividends in the opening exchanges with Carlo winning three of the first four Limerick kickouts. This helped them to dominate the opening quarter of the game. Rachel Sawyer proved to be a thorn in the side of their Limerick full back line as she was fouled twice in as many minutes. Benna Kerry Tinryland clubwoman Cleena Nishay converted the first before she added the second from an acute angle. Limerick began to settle into this game as they looked dangerous on the counter-attack, with an Irish Kennelly point cutting their deficit to a point at the water break. The water break helped as Limerick began to turn the screw on the Carlo kick-out, with Mark Keating's side struggling to get out of their own half. Carlo remained dogged in defence with their opponents kicking seven first-half wides, with all of them coming after the water break. However, Katie Heelan and Amy Ryan's scores pushed Limerick ahead for the first time, but Nishay levelled the game after an excellent move involving herself, Avian Gilmartin and Sarah Doyle. Limerick continued to spurn opportunities, but disaster struck for Carlo in the second minute of injury time when Amy Ryan played Andrea O'Sullivan through on goal and the centre-forward emphatically finished to the net. The industrious knee of Kelly kicked an excellent score for Carlo to leave Limerick leading by one goal and four points to five points at half-time. Similar to the opening half, Carlo started the quicker of the two sides, but they struggled to convert the chances they carved out against a resolute Limerick defence. Niche dropped a long-range free short before Carlo saw two further efforts sail wide of the posts. Limerick looked the more dangerous of the two sides going forward, but, spearheaded by Amy Dooley at full-back, the Carlo defence managed to hold firm. Carlo almost managed to find the net when Sarah Doyle's long-range point effort dropped short, with Limerick goalkeeper Sophie Hennessy almost spilling the ball into her own net. However, the ball stayed out as neither team managed to notch a score in the opening ten minutes of the second half. A pivotal moment occurred in the 40th minute, after a move which started in the Carlo half-back line ended with Rachel Sawyer bursting through the Limerick defence before offloading to Niche. The centre-forward was one-on-one with Hennessy in the Limerick goal, but the Benekerry Tinrylan clubwoman saw her low effort saved. Niche showed her composure to gather the rebound and manoeuvre enough space to kick her side's opening point of the second half. Limerick struggled to convert frees in the opening half, 
but midfielder Caroline Hickey proved accurate from placed balls and it was she who responded for the treaty side. Amy Ryan and Iris Kennelly linked up for Limerick with Carlo goalkeeper Nicole Hanley producing an excellent point-blank save from Kennelly. Amy Ryan pointed just before the water break as Carlo trailed by three points. When play resumed, Andrea O'Sullivan played Kennelly through on goal and this time the wing forward rattled the net in what was a decisive blow. Carlo continued to battle and Neve Kelly added a point, but their cause was not helped by the sin-binning of Neve Ford and Niche late in the game. The sides exchanged scores in injury time as Carlo fell short in their attempt to reach the league semi-finals. The Carlo team... Nicole Hanley, Grace Lawler, Amy Dooley, Ruth Birmingham, Antoinette Dowling, Ellen Atkinson, Michelle Dermody, Neve Ford, Quivo O'Neill, Neve Kelly, three points, Cleena Niche, four points, three from freeze, Shauna Cahoon, Rachel Sawyer, one point from a free, Avian Gilmartin, Sarah Doyle. Subs, Maria Kinsler for Cahoon, 23 minutes, Alva Kiernan for Dermody, half time. Roisin Byrne for Gil Martin, 45 minutes. Una Fitzpatrick for Dowling, 52 minutes. Amy Hanley for Birmingham, 54 minutes. The Limerick team. Sophie Hennessy, Christine Reedy, Maeve McCarthy, Yvonne Lee, Megan Buckley, Neve McCarthy, Maeve McNamara, Caroline Hickey, 2 points from Freeze, Sean Ryan, Katie Heelan, 2 points, Andrea O'Sullivan, 1 goal, Iris Kennelly, 1 goal and 1 point, Lauren Ryan, Amy Ryan, two points, Leah Coughlin. The subs, Roisin Ambrose for Coughlin at halftime, Cleanan Nichelig for McNamara on 38 minutes, Anya Cunningham for Sean Ryan, 48 minutes, Rebecca Daly for Lauren Ryan on 53 minutes, and the referee, Justin Murphy from Cork. Course aims to boost number of female coaches. Burn Rangers Hurling and Camogie Club is one of four Carlo clubs involved in the Camogie Association's Motivate, Nurture, Aspire Manaw programme this year. The Manaw programme is designed to endeavour to increase women's sustained involvement in Camogie as coaches primarily and mentors at the grassroots of the association. Orla Kenny is the Manaw mentor for Burn Rangers Hurling and Camogie Club. Orla has undertaken a training programme during the lockdown to assist local women to get involved in the programme. The aims of the Manaw include providing more opportunities for women to participate and enjoy sport, enhancing perceptions about females in sport, increase the number of female coaches and develop female mentors to help with the development and support of female coaches. It also aims to deliver a model at local level which can be used by all clubs to enhance the development and support of female coaches. The Tesco Hurl With Me programme began for Burn Rangers Club on Saturday the 5th of June at the Fighting Cox GAA grounds with 13 mothers signing up for the programme which will provide fun and social interaction for the mums of underage players while at the same time each will be learning all the basic skills of the game of camogie. It would be hoped into the future many of these mothers will get involved as coaches or in other capacities in a very active and growing club. The first session was led by Manaw mentor Orla Kenny, assisted by club and county under-20 hurler Dylan Townsend.
Athletics. Great to be back on track at O'Toole Athletic Club. It was fantastic to see things getting back to normal as St. Lawrence O'Toole Athletic Club welcomed back its members old and new alike. It is important mentally and physically to keep fit and the Carlow Town Club are there to help everyone in a safe manner adhering to the health guidelines. Over 120 kids have returned to training in recent weeks and they were given a special treat when international track athlete Molly Scott visited a session last week. The youngsters were delighted as Molly chatted with each group while the Hackettstown athlete has also offered her services to train whenever she can. The juvenile training times have not changed and take place on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6pm to 7pm. Billy Costello, Maria Butler and Tanya MacDonald train the 5-9 to nine year olds. There are a number of coaches who look after the 10 years up from 7.15pm to 8.15pm and they include Kieran Ryan, Louise Hutton, David Perry, Brian Kerwin, Aideen Brophy, Eugene Kerwin and Billy Delaney. On Saturdays, the Highland brothers of Mick, Dunnacha and Jim guide the pole vaulters to new heights. Cormac MacDonald trains high jump on Sundays. The Evergreen James O'Rourke motivates the Fit for Life group, who are a very important part of the club and are hoping to start a new couch to 5k in September, geared towards a Christmas run being the goal. All standards and all ages are catered for. Come along at 7pm on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7pm to get started. The group have a very good speed session on Wednesday evening at 6.30. They start the weekends with a nice road run every Saturday morning at 9 with a distance of your choice. Plans are being discussed by Athletics Ireland, Leinster Athletics and Carlow County Board with regards to getting eagerly anticipated competitions up and running again. Details will be published when available. Lawler wins in Switzerland. Article by Brian Kerwin. St. Lawrence O'Toole's Simone Lawler took down a big field of 20 athletes, heats and fastest time, to come out on top and take the win in the 800 metres in the city of Zoffingen in Switzerland. She finished in a time of 211.08 and it follows an incredible 28.75 she earned a week previous when she finished third in a meet in Milan, Zurich. Simone spoke of her experimentation with the 800 metres distance. I got my tactics wrong last week, but my speed right. And I got my tactics right this week, but speed wrong. I've a lot to learn still. Sometimes you can win races in slower times, and next time out be beat and run a personal best another day. And that's racing.